I really fuck. do feel like the floor is going to give out at one point. Uh, yeah, here. Maybe yeah. it might. Welcome, everyone. Of course, you know where the fuck you are. You're at Privateers Incorporated. If you don't know that, then I don't know. I don't know what the fuck you're looking yeah. for, but you're yeah. definitely not at the ham cheese. Who cares? <laughs> not ham cheese. What's it called, Dan? The ham, ham sandwich. sandwich and lemonade podcast. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah, Which we're one. supposed to start, but we never did. That's a well, good that's, one. That's my yeah. own personal thing. I'm here, of course, with Dan and Matt, as usual. How are you guys mm-hmm. doing today? Wonderful. Uh, great. Oh, it sounds, yeah, you sound like yeah. We, uh, we have, I don't know if you noticed this, but if Dan, if you look to your uh, left and Matt, you look to your right, there's a guest here in studio. Yeah, he was just rocking out with us to the song. He was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he definitely <laughs> felt it. Um, so in studio today, we have uh, William J. Hall. Hey, how's it going? Oh, no. shit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow, I really Standing ovation. It's the best reception oh, I, I ever had. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Oh, nice. Calm down, everyone. We're here, of course, yeah, live. Yeah, and relax, you fucking Studio idiots. audience. But, uh, Bunch of fucking losers. So William J. Hall, uh, you mind if we call you Bill, of course? Or? Yes, yeah, oh, that's Bill, what, yeah, people okay. call, it's the best four-letter word that people call me is Bill, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. have a few that they call me. Most of mine are three letters, but you know, oh, yeah, 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 they're very derogatory. Yeah. I don't think we can say them on <laughs> iTunes. There are a lot of things you can say, but a lot of things you can't say. Right, right. right. Well, there's not a lot. There's a few things yeah, you we can't just, say. Yeah, we just beep out the ones that we're not supposed to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Now that's a challenge. we got to find the words. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> so in typical privateer's fashion, we have... Well, Dan, of course, definitely has no clue who you are. I have That's great, a, yeah. an iota of a clue who you are. And Matt <laughs> sort of just recently met you and um, perused your book here. But why don't you tell us who you are and what you do and all that? Well, I thought it was a little bit more famous than that, but no. <laughs> well, I don't know who you are. He kind of knows you. He ne- No. Um, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, what was the question? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a writer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I am. Uh, uh, well, it, I'm, I'm kind of uh, I do a number of things. But as far as uh, uh, I am an author, I have uh, three paranormal uh, books out. Um, but, you know, this started many, many years ago as a uh, magician, um, which I started when I was seven. and I was very bad. And uh, now I'm a little bit worse, but still. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of no. magic did you like to? Um, I, you know, my favorite was... Um, uh, uh, psychic stuff. Oh, cool! Uh, was yeah. it was my like fa- mind reading type? Yeah, of yeah. It was my favorite. You know, the reality with most uh, commercial, you know, adult shows I did, uh, you know, I had a variety of, uh, you know, variety of things. But, uh, but uh, you know, like rope escape, you'd throw in there and stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. But but uh, but the psychic stuff I liked the best because I saw, uh, I saw the utter power <laughs> it gave Yuri Geller. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah I, w- I wasn't fond of him as a, as a child um, because I was working my butt off to try to make a few dollars at a birthday party, and he was making millions, and scamming people, doing <laughs> doing bad sleight of hand, you know, on, you know, on, right, on right, TV, for lack you of know. A better term. Yeah. yeah it's, so it's you know, but anyhow, uh, so it started there, and I I started writing a column in some local newspapers. Um, called Ma- Magic in the Unknown, which ran for about six years uh, in numerous towns. And um, I would, uh, you know, I would start getting calls from people because um, of the subjects I wrote about and things. Yeah. Uh, I did one on fortune telling, for example, and, you know, then I'd get a call and, you know, this guy's brother spent all his money on a fortune teller and blah, blah, blah. And could I help? And so I'd help. And so you would out these people or? Um, well, or expose them or, well, what I did like in that case was, um, I would come in and pose as uh, the psychic, as a new psychic, you know, as somebody that the brother's going to introduce me to. And then I do a reading 
hopefully wow him. Gotcha. More than the other guy. Oh, interesting. Or girl, yeah. you know. And then by doing that, say, hey, by the way, I'm not real. And, you know, this is, <laughs> yeah, this is, you know, in oh, other boy. words, it, it, to go and tell somebody is not very convincing. Right. But, yeah, but if yeah. you can show, show them, them yeah. if you can show them, then, you know, this is how it's done. You know, as a matter of fact, to this day, and I still have the email, there's um, uh, a girl I used to work with. And actually, she's mentioned, <laughs> well, not by name, but she, uh, she did the uh, x-ray. She got the x-ray analysis on one of the cases in, in the new book. But anyhow. Yeah. Um, I was sitting next to her many years ago or working, and she was telling me that Kreskin was real and stuff. And I said, no, he's not. You know, I love him. He's, you know, he's a good guy. He's, you know, I, I know him. He's a good guy. He's, you know, good, you know, very good performer. You know, uh, I love that he, fa that he used a lot of the very old stuff, you know. Right. But he's not, he's, you know, he's not real. Yeah, no, you know? I, I know who Kreskin <laughs> is, of course. But why don't you just yeah. let Matt and Dan know who he is? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. The, the, or, or she. Yeah, the amazing Kreskin is, <laughs> is, uh, well, he's he's a guy that was a magician and then became a, a real psychic uh, after being a you know a magician, <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, but you know, magicians know him as a magician, and he okay. and, and he um, at various times in his career, he kind of I think he's kind of mixed the message like you know I'm psychic, but part of it's magic or whatever. He, right. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't really known as a hard. Um, he wasn't as hard of a line as Geller is, I, I believe. You know, right, he, right, right. Yeah, I don't know too much because I just know him as a magician. You gotcha, know. gotcha. To me, he's just another magician, you know. Sure. Um, who, who does a really good job doing some very old stuff, um, um, which I really admire. But anyhow, she thought he's real, and I said no. And, and she said, this is how he did, she did this. And I said, well, this is how I would do that, you know. So I said, well, I'll make a prediction for you. So I made a prediction um, of when she was going to get engaged and when she was going to get married and, um, you know, her falling in love and all this stuff. Yeah. And so I laid it all out. But before I did that, I went and did my research, right? I mean, she yeah, was a, you, you called her soon-to-be fiancé and asked him when he was going to propose. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's why I, I called every guy she ever dated. When did she want No. No but, shit. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but uh, I, I didn't have to. It was much simpler because um, there was one secret to it, and that is she was beautiful. Right, but so somebody she, was gonna. But she didn't know she was that beautiful, so I gotta find a broad like that, Roseanne right. Barr. Right. What? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. But you <laughs> what know, the fuck but, is the matter with it? But we all know, like you said, Matt. I mean, like you got it instantly. You could yeah. tell. You could tell kind of the timeline. If she's yeah. really beautiful, you know, she's not gonna be single for three yeah, years. That's right. You sure. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. sure. I mean, unless she's really disturbed. But she was not. So I figured, yeah. you know, she'd end up maybe a guy or two. So I did just did the timeline. You know, when are the most popular weddings? And then I remembered she had mentioned when she wanted to get married, uh, like what season, but it was a long, long time ago, you know. Right. So anyway, I put all this in an email and, you know, sent it to her and then like lost touch with her. Right. And then she came back. She was freaked. She's freaking out. She's like, everything you said came true. <laughs> <laughs> and here a little I'm bit like, of research. Yeah. yeah. And here I'm like, it's like, you know, I mean, it's, it's like a year and a half later or whatever. Because I, you know, I had the timeline. Right. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was so funny. So, <laughs> oh, so I kept great. that I kept that email to this day. And she still says, yeah, you predicted it right. Yeah. So yeah, of course me, I did. Let yeah. me ask you a question. What do you think about these uh, 
What's the, what's the fucking guy that we was the, the John, John Edwards, Edwards and this yeah. oh, yeah, Long John. Island uh, broad with the thing? Oh, yeah. the Long Island. Well, the Buffon uh, hairdo. Yeah, stuff. John Edwards is a very bad cold reader. So he's yeah. uh, cold reading is when you uh, you know you read somebody cold. You know, like if if a psychic sees me, they know instantly this guy is not digging ditches. Mm. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And he's about this age, and yeah. he doesn't have a wedding ring, and right. you know. And so they start to gather, and then you know you, you start fishing, and you, you know you use you start the using base. every letter until <coughs> somebody's yeah. gonna know somebody that yeah. who fucking yeah, starts. I, I feel C. an H over here. Yeah. Yeah. I feel an H. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, oh your grandfather's God. name was Henry. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And somebody no. raises their hand. Wow. Oh no, big, it, it wasn't wolf. Henry. Oh, but he was Harry, right? No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. See, I called it. Up. But uh, yeah, so uh, John Edwards, uh, it, it's really, it really is. Oh, bad. I, I was, I can't believe he's that guy really actually bad. He's really he made it bad. to TV. It, it makes me sick. Yeah. The amount of books he sells and the amount of people that believe him. But he was on a show and he was on there about twenty minutes and the audience like turned on him. He was like wrong on everything. And I'm like, dude, how do you do it so badly? You've been doing right. it for like twelve years. Yeah, it's you should like, have you should have an idea on how to do it right. right. You know why? If, because if I, you're guess, scam people, I guess scam you better be good. You know? yeah. I guess maybe it was it was his, his expressions or something or no, what he was, was it? He just he, looks like he yeah, he, well he just doesn't know how to do it. He's just yeah, terrible he, at what he's, he does. he's terrible. Why, he's terrible at My question is why couldn't I mean I'm probably better than John Edwards at at whatever. Just get whatever out there and cold did. read you asshole. What's the yeah, matter? Yeah, no, with I should have just cold read people. Yeah. I could I could I could do that shit. <laughs> then you Come could on. plug this stupid <laughs> fucking podcast. Yeah. I know. We could actually be something something. I know. Yeah. But, I know right? sitting here but you know, nothing. there's also people who believe they're psychic that are actually cold reading. In other words, they're not doing it as the art of cold reading that magicians would study. They're bamboozling themselves. They're bamboozling themselves. Ah, yeah. They yeah. think they they have these impressions, yeah. but some of them are just, and some of them are really sweet kind of grandmotherly type that just kind of gets you very yeah, quickly yeah. and has tons of wisdom and you know what I mean? And yeah. so they real, but the, like you said, they've been built themselves. Well, see, basically. I went to, yeah. I went to one of these, uh, these, uh, ladies, you know, she puts a sign out front, $10 psychic reading. I was fucking around one day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, what's the deal? She was like, you know, you ring a fucking doorbell. She walks in the door. But she's all, she's pretty much like, um, she's got her jaw going because she, you could tell she's on coke or something. Right. <laughs> but she's like, but she goes, oh, it's the $10 you get. You, it's like you mix up the tarot cards, you get three questions. Right. I mean, all right, so my second question, what was it my last question? I was like, oh, like, am I going to live till I'm fucking 70 or whatever the case was? She's like, oh, flip the card. I flip it and there's just like a guy laying there with fucking swords in him, and I'm like, oh, and you she's can't like, get yeah, no problem, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's pretty much how, so. You know, twenty she, more dollars, and no. she she just yeah. kind of she just kind of went like she shook her head and was like, well, yeah, obviously you're not going to live there, but she could probably tell that just she by is. looking at me. You have but, life insurance? No. Oh, well, fine. yeah, I do. Yeah. But oh, you, you don't do? you don't know about it. Who's the beneficiary? Nobody. Don't worry about that. Shit. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not me, I don't give a fuck. So it doesn't yeah. really matter. But. but I mean, I always thought that, you know, things like that, they just it's it seems bullshit anyway. I mean, reading cards, it's just that's so easy to get somebody, you know, because what questions are they going to ask? They're always going to ask the same ones like, oh, am I going to find love? Am I going to find this? Right. And it's yeah. so easy to. To fucking scam somebody in that respect. Well, they, they, yeah, they call them the poor man's um, psych, 
psychologist. So you yeah, go, right. You, yeah, you go to a psychologist you, and he says, "What's the problem?" And you tell him. You go to a psychic and they just guess at the problem until they get the right one, and that yeah. becomes more well, you're, impact, yeah, it's impactful. You're, to you're you, effectively you know? your your own your own psychologist. You know what I mean? You're just right. you're just they're waiting coaching it. They're the coaching right it out of you. you yeah, know? yeah. You're really concerned about this. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. So when when you did when you did magic, was it like you? So you did like more of the mentalism type of thing. Like, what made you want to do that? Versus like uh, you know. Close-up magic or yeah, card I mean, magic. I, I did everything. I just saw that. Um, was there more money in it? Uh, um, not Well, not the way I did it. If you say you're real. I mean, I know guys who used to do the billiard balls and everything. I mean, very talented guys. I knew one of them that um, he ended up saying, all right, I'm not a magician. I'm a, I'm a psychic. You know, right. I, and, and I'm real. And, yeah, yeah. you know, his, his rates went up by, like, seven eight times you know, <laughs> you know? right yeah because you're yeah. a magician you're just right. like you do parties you yeah. do things and as a psychic you got a newfound uh, beautiful thing where you can make a lot of errors right you can make yeah. errors if it's real it's hey you know it doesn't always work if you're sure. a, magi- yeah, you're, you're true, a magician yeah. you're not allowed to make 17 errors yeah yeah you can't you know you better be right with your predictions so right yeah. um yeah, but I uh, but I did enjoy it because I felt it was uh, very impactful with people. Like uh, there was a time that I uh, I had studied handwriting analysis, which is pretty much useless today. But I mean, you know, yeah, years well. ago it wasn't. And uh, at one show, this uh, I never saw it before, but a girl draw out drew out um, what was clearly like a telltale sign in handwriting analysis, which was an eagle's talon, which signified uh, something very very devastating in their childhood hmm, interesting that you can actually just see by the way they write yeah you write with your mind of course you know that's why if God. you if you huh. lose your hands your handwriting style with your feet it will still be the same yeah, I, mean, right? I mean you, know, you may oh. not be able to do it as well right. as of course. Yeah. eventually yeah. yeah you're writing you're writing with your mind hmm. it's the inflection basically. i guess yeah, yeah yeah that's why you can tell if somebody's lying and all sorts of things about their personality by the oh, way they God. write because I write you're like you know, a fucking asshole it's kind of weird like if i'm at an all you can eat buffet i can usually tell if matt's been there because <laughs> yeah. it's like fucking <laughs> so, empty. You're psychic. so if you yeah. write with your let's say if you right. you write with your right hand and your left handed they're both going to have a similar they're um, going to inflection or style. Exactly. Or, right. You know. Now, of course, if you're not good at writing with one, obviously, oh, yeah, you got to learn saying just like with the with the feet. If you lost your and there's cases of this where people lost the ability to write with their hands and they did learn to write with their feet and the, their handwriting is exactly the same once they, hmm. you know, because so you're, you're writing with your mind, you know, yeah. so what's this? So you said that there was like a what you say? What'd you yeah, call it's, it? it's called Eagle the, Talon. Yeah, what? it's called the Eagle's Talent. And so, uh, yeah, I was what at the this. fuck is that? I was at a show and I'd mix up. I wouldn't tell them I'm doing the handwriting i'd have them write something that was for another trick sure yeah and meanwhile i'd have their handwriting so i'd be able to see their handwriting i'd work it in and if i'm off i'd skip it if i'm hot you know hey i got a great you know. right so i saw the eagle's talent i'm like holy crap. what the fuck's an eagle's talent what, yeah, is what, it? what it is it's like a cue it's a cue when you draw a cue with like that spike in the bottom, oh, you know, where yeah, it comes, yeah. comes like, like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And this but is something a, that, but it's a certain kind of spike, and you see it like in all the writing, and it's one of those telltale personality signs that people who. I'm write, sorry, Matt, Matt's very unprofessional. He's got his yeah. phone on. Is it, 
It's what probably me calling him. I'm probably calling him. <laughs> what the fuck? Did my phone just started playing music, dude. Oh, yeah, I do that all the Very time. Very unprofessional. I do man. that all the time, yeah. <laughs> you saw it was in my pocket. It takes me 10 minutes this to turn fucking a guy. He's, on, he's, but, he's yeah. psychically, whatever you want to call it, turn on yes. my fucking shit. It might be exactly. Trip. Trip, was, trip, are you making the phones go off? It could be Trip. Yeah, yeah, that, he that does was, a thing with the lights every once in a while. That was my psychic power. Oh, that's the other thing. That was my psychic power. I used to do that all the time. Like, whenever anything weird happened, oh, it's my psychic power. Yeah, just take credit for everything. You know, yeah. and add some weight to it. Yeah. yeah. So, so this, so this broad with the eagle talent. What, what, what? Oh, she yeah. Was, so she started crying because I said, I said, you know, I'm picking up some signals. I did the reveal, and it was like, oh my god, how did he know? And I said, I also, as a result of reading your mind here, saw that, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I said, I, I see you had a really, really rough childhood. Mm. And she just burst into tears, and I'm wow. like, oh my god, what no have kidding. I done? Yeah, what yeah. have I done? You know, you want a great response like that, but you're like, you know, and then give me a nice round of applause. All Look, right. I reminded her of a tragic childhood. How, you know, how would I have known that? You know what I mean? You're like, uh-oh, now what I've done, you know. No does, shit. does an event like that make you want to segue into doing the paranormal books and the thing like that? Is that, well, is that no, what makes you want to do it? Like, no, yeah, well, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm making a long story. Like, yeah, it's no, no, way no, longer. No, that's fine. We got time. Yeah. But, uh, but, but you're right. I mean, what happened was... Um, you start investigating, well, for my column and stuff, you start investigating things for um, purposes of debunking and, you know, because that was from my point of view. Most of the stuff I didn't believe in. Yeah. Um, I wasn't so sure about haunted houses. UFOs, I was pretty convinced there was something there just because of government documents and stuff. Were you trying, I, I didn't know what it was. Were but, you, you trying know. to debunk or, or was it like if it happens, it happens? Or were you um, like, are you like a James Randi kind of a guy? Yeah, you, most of the time I was take, I was open to it um, only because, uh, you know, I, I experienced it a few times. So I knew that there was weird stuff. Yeah. But, um, but I wasn't like, uh, you know, with haunted houses and stuff. I wasn't a, I was up in the air on it. You know, it was one of those things I'd have to see it myself, you know. Um, but, um, and uh, so so with that, I was that way. With some things, I was, you know, clear debunking, like yeah. telekinesis, for example. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I w- yeah. I was a member of Society of American Magicians Psychic Investigation uh, Committee. Uh, and, you know, you have people claims of remote viewing. And, you know, there's tons of magic tricks on that, you know. I mean, some of the stuff that these people do are in books that date back to the early 1900s, 1800s, sometimes even. It's not even new new stuff. They're not, right, they're not yeah. new tricks, you know? Yeah. And some of them are brilliant, you know? It's, uh, the interesting thing in magic is, unlike other industries or, you know, professions, technology does very little for magic. Mag- right. Magic is all whether the mind progresses. Um, so some of the very old stuff is still brilliant, you know, and, right. and some of it has been improved upon in miraculous ways by modern thinkers. You know, it's, it's, right. it's, it's incredible. And but, you're right. You technology know. does screw it because if it, it, even the best sleight of hand, if it's slowed down by a camera, you're going to catch it. You know what I'm saying? So you'd end up, you yeah, know, I, it screws you up. Someti- I mean. Sometimes. I mean, uh, uh, luckily, I mean, David Copperfield survived uh, uh, in that era and. You know, me and my buddy, of course, being magicians, we used to slow down parts and see how good he did that switch or whatever. We knew what he was doing, but right, we want we yeah. want to see his technique and so you know just and uh, and it was pretty tight. You know, it was pretty tight. Well, yeah, you know, no, definitely. What do you pretty, think? About- granted, if you really want to find out, you could. And that's the thing. People for years when I was performing, they always 
ask me, oh, how do you do that? How do you do this? The truth is, if you really wanted to know, you could find out. Yeah, but yeah. you really don't want to know bad enough. Yeah. And it just spoils it for you. Agreed, Unless yeah. you have a genuine interest, what's the point? Don't try to figure it out. No. Yeah, Unless you got a moron magician. You know, I don't like the people who say, oh, look what I could do. You can't do it. No. It's, yeah, it's supposed that. to be for enjoyment, you know. Yeah. I've so. always wondered, like, uh, I mean, okay, so you were a magician in the past, <laughs> and you still do some. What about uh, guys like uh, David Blaine or... Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, well, David Blaine's a, a magician. Um, yeah. What do, do you know? How he does his tricks? And I know how he does his tricks. Yeah, I mean it's you for, know, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean him and Chris Angel, and you know, there's, yeah, Chris Angel. I was yeah, fuck him. Too. He's horrible. And, and there's, no, but I, I like I like Blaine. I think he's Blaine not is, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, you know, you know, both those guys, and this goes. Magic's a, you know like like a lot of little niches you know magic's a small community so yeah, yeah. so i know like uh you know when you look at chris angel um you know some of the minds behind the stuff he does are the old timers you yeah know? Yep. and mm -hmm. uh and it's a beautiful thing i mean chris is a good guy and he uh and he he took under his wing you know uh, like johnny thompson for example who's notorious for you know comedy routine with bubble gum that he puts on he gives to his, uh, you know, assistant, and then yeah, he shoots yeah. her at one point. So, yeah, right. funny, really? He's a funny guy, you know, an older guy. He's probably retired now, and so, yeah. you know, of course. He, but, he, you know, he, for example, was on, uh, uh, was on Chris Angel's uh, creative team. Right. Uh, I, I know a guy, Mike Amar, who uh, was on Copperfield's team for many years. He's like an incredible, incredible, you know, uh, magician. So, you know, these guys, they all have the same people working for them. When Doug Henning died, they all all the people went over to Copperfield and said, could I have a job here? Yeah, you right, know? yeah, <laughs> you know, they got very, nothing to do. Yeah. It's a small world. Uh, <laughs> Mark Wilson was in tears when he saw Flying because uh, that illusion was created when he was doing TV, but he couldn't afford to do it. Uh, and you know Co Copperfield finally did it, and, uh, and it was basically with some of the same crew that worked with Mark Wilson back in the 60s. So then, you know, Angel, a very then Angel small did it after that, too. Yeah, but not like him. You see, yeah. now I went to see David Copperfield. Chris Angel's very good. I mean, it's no, he's very creative. There's no yeah, question there, about it. Yeah, there's just some you things know. that you could tell his camera tricks mm -hmm. when he had that TV show is, mm -hmm. is what I meant by yeah. that. And you'd be surprised on what wasn't camera tricks. Right. Which, but that's the problem with TV. You know, like I used to do fire eating. I remember, you know, I, but, you know, really? you, but if you, if you watch it on film. Oh, Matt just found out there's something else he can eat. He's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you watch that, like on the videotape, it's like, wow, that really doesn't look too. Yeah. Bit. You know, I mean, yeah, after yeah. Star Wars, it becomes tough once you get on, you know. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Exactly, yeah. But uh, so, again, the stuff that is real, again, we assume is false anyhow. So sure. it's, yeah. Yeah, it's tough on TV. I just know but, that I saw know. I saw David Copperfield live here at the Oakdale and Wallingford at one point, and I saw him do that whole flying thing, and I was just like, you know, honestly, it's like, even though, like, I, I know how a lot of magic <laughs> tricks work. I mean, I, I've, yeah. I've tried doing magic. I'm, I'm too... You know, my fingers are too fat and shit for well, it. And, and yeah, that's an excuse. Well, that and I, I'm, I'm fucking honestly, it's like I, I, I start working on something. And I go, ah, no, I'm yeah, just going to find the stuff yeah. that works for you. But like you I know, saw him, I saw him flying practice, right? and, and it's just like the shit looks real. Yeah. It fucking really does. No, man. he did I a mean, nice, he did, he did a nice job with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's, you know, the things that he did in flying. I mean, you know, I don't know. I saw the motherfucker fly out of the door, and I was like, well, how do he do that? Out, <laughs> out of the door? <laughs> like out onto the street? No, like, no, yeah. because in the Oakdale, you can go out to the, there's like the old, the yeah, doors yeah, go yeah. out to the old theater. Sure. 
And he did go out through the door, and I'm like, well, how did that happen? I mean, they must have set some sort of something up to go th- under the doorway or something because how the hell would you do that? But It must have been, yeah. Yeah, but, it, you know, it, it does, even somebody who knows, like, I, I, I don't, I try to debunk everything I see, including, like, fucking people. Right. You know, I know. I he poked I, me when I first met him. He didn't believe I was even real. <laughs> yeah. I said, what the fuck? He is started this? poking me. He said, are you real? And I'm like, oh, Who's my this God. Guy? He does have a lot of dudes. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? It's just kind yeah, of it's, it's fucking, I don't know. I don't trust no, but, it, anybody, and, but Well, you know what's weird in magic? There's, there's not a lot, but there's some tricks. When you see the secret, you're like, oh, my God. I can't. So that's simple. Well, well, no, sometimes it's that. But on the other hand, there's a few where you see the secret and you're like, oh my God, the secret is more beautiful than the trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, sure. you know, like the Statue of uh, Liberty Vanish, uh, Copperfield yeah. did. The secret to that is uh, utterly beautiful. Really? It's, it's yeah. really, because it's multiple. And this is it's, where he leaves us fucking hanging because yeah, you know he ain't going to tell us. Oh, well, he's not going to tell there's, us, there's, of course. <laughs> there's, you know, there's multiple secrets to it, which yeah. is cool. Um, but... Um, you know, uh, to me, it was always when I heard about Statue of Liberty, I'm like, oh, come on. Well, they know you can't move it. That was the, that was the downfall to the trick. Right. Yeah. The down in my mind as a magician, I'm like, well, the one weakness is, you know, they know you can't actually move it. But I said, you know what? I, I gave Copperfield credit for, uh, you know, for doing it because the way he did it with proving it wasn't there. You know, the proofs, right. you know, the proofs, of, you know, was was very good. And it really did put him on the map forever and everything. Sure. Yeah. You know, but uh, I also know how he did it. It's uh, I'm not going to say that it's not time travel, but it's time travel. Ex- ex- exactly. <laughs> right. Just oh, in case yeah. you weren't. I didn't want you to. Because yeah. yeah. I know you were going to stay up all night thinking about it. Right. So I had to right. Let you know. Oh, and, 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 you know, <laughs> and, you know, we're not stupid enough to think that Copperfield knows how to time travel. Obviously, right. his alien friends. That's correct. Helped <laughs> oh, him. is that what it was? Helped yes. him. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You know, because when you're a star, that's the thing. You know, you're hanging out with yeah. the aliens and everybody, you know. But, Dan, I don't, uh, lest you think that Bill is a, a magician and he's on the show, he's not. This is actually, uh, this is actually <laughs> yes, about before. the paranormal we better talk about. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, he's so a, uh, he's we a, need to talk about author. the. Yeah, one of the books we have here in front of us, Phantom Messages. This is co written or is this. Uh, this is uh, co written with my buddy uh, Jimmy Petnito, a uh, longtime um, uh, investigator of the paranormal. So, so okay, so tell us about the paranormal. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you full disclosure. I'm a I'm an absolute skeptic on just about everything. Yeah, me too. So that's good. That's fine, right. it's fine with me. Yeah. I get that. That's so. Yeah. That's why I think. Yeah, we're even ready. people that walk away and say, "Yeah, even though you say it, I don't believe it." I said, "Yeah, all right. I I didn't either. You yeah, know? yeah, I didn't sure. either. So I get it. And yeah. I like that. That's what I. Yeah. And some mornings I wake up and I'm like, "What the hell did I do? What, what did I see?" Because yeah, even yeah. when you experienced it multiple times, yeah, your brain still double check sure. can't sure can't comprehend it can't, can't can comprehend actually, it right so, you still go back and say what the hell what, what really happened so that, that kind of leads me to to one of my biggest sort of problems with like phenomena like that is that it always ha- happens to be so like a single person that experiences multiple things so versus like you know i could experience almost nothing ever and you could experience something 40 times in in 10 years why does it always happen to be the people that, you know, sort of believe that it happened? I mean, why couldn't it happen to somebody one time and they go, I believe. But when somebody happens to believe these things, it happens like fucking so many times. It just seems it seems a little like are some people more susceptible? Than others <coughs> well, well, or, well or is it just some people no, make I mean, it up or what? You no, know what I, mean, I mean, that's that's a that's a, a, a common assumption. But um, 
there's there's far more people who don't believe in the paranormal that had things happen to them. Yeah. In fact, really, yeah. in, in fact, uh, some of the some of the worst hauntings. Um, uh, matter of fact, a good friend of mine, uh, uh, Edwin Becker, um, was in a haunted house, and um, his denial of it being a haunted house was, was quite. I, you know, it went on quite far past what it should have. You know, he was not, um, you know, somebody who went around believing in that stuff. So um, so it's not true that only those that, you know, believe or only those that are, you know. Yeah. Uh, sort, right. Sort, right. Not only, but. Yeah. Right. But, um, and of course, it you know, whatever you hear about is hardly anything compared to what's actually out there. And it's still rare. You know, it's like how yeah. many how many houses have a poltergeist? Well, you may not know anybody who had a house that had a poltergeist. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's 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 common and it's common in in the in the perspective of compared to what you think, but it still, of course, doesn't happen all the time. But but there's a number of reasons why it would happen. Um, you know, to some people and not to others. Uh, sometimes it's the um, the area. Uh, there are flap areas, areas that are uh, more prone uh, to paranormal activity. Um, in quantum physics, they would call it uh, thin membranes, uh, parallel world intersect okay. in, in the most common quantum physics yep. theory of the multiple world theories. Um, and that's where you, you get into, um, you know, where are these entities and things coming from. And quantum physics would say, uh, could be from multiple universes, which are sure. It could be different times, different planets. That's why when people talk about aliens, what planet do they come from? It may not even be from planet. It could be if they know how to travel through the multiverse, it would be extremely easy to come and go and disappear and everything. But you wouldn't need incredible uh, technology, even really. Yeah, there's shit that maybe we don't understand. Dan, yeah, right. yeah. Dan, uh, ghosts real or fake? Come on, Dan. Um, they are, I'm going to say they are real. They're real. Okay. Yeah. There you have it, Matt. They're real. Oh, yeah. well, I'm going to say, right. bye, Bill. Well, you know, the big, what I'm saying though, is that they're, they're, people have different perspectives on ghosts. You know, some people say, oh, they're from this. Oh, they're right. from that. That's, that's the difference. People, people what, say, know, what are they? Ghosts are from, you know, a right. dead relative. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, in, you know, another person may say ghosts are demons right and mm. another person may say ghosts are aliens visiting from another universe and what are they or, Dan? exactly what are they? Not, I, I am what, uh, are, what do you no, think dan, i am completely dan, open to suggestion dan dan's hit it on the head one of my biggest complaints is uh, and in the paranormal community too is there are people who think that they know exactly you know who who these things are you know it's it's a demon called fred right it's been written about. He likes peanut butter. This is why he's here. This is how you get rid of him. They got and a backstory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. There's always the way I look at it is I can tell you uh, what a poltergeist does. Mm. I can't tell you what it is. What does a poltergeist I, do? Uh, yeah, really. Like, what's yeah. the definition of a poltergeist? Yeah, so a poltergeist coming from the German noisy ghost. Mm. Uh, basically, uh, what we call a poltergeist is when a uh it's usually a child preteen uh girl uh, over boy two to one 
Really? And uh, there's something going these on. these fucking broads, they can't be controlled. It, I'm telling that's you. what it is. Me, hashtag well, me a, a, too. Actually, in, <laughs> Culture guys. In, in most of these negative kind of, I, I shouldn't say most, because it really depends on the type of haunting, but yeah. parasite hauntings, as I call them, where, um, where they have it, something negative there. Uh, it usually is the cause of something going on in the family. So that's one of the first questions that we ask is, you know, when somebody's describing, I have this black-winged shadow creature that's appearing and it's following me and it's doing this, and you hear that, if you have experience, you instantly know something's really screwed up in this person's life. I mean, really, really bad. Yeah. You know, it's not your ordinary thing. And, you know, and that, that was the case here. So in those kinds of cases, uh, that's what happens. Now, we know that's not the only ingredient, right? We all get, we all have different emotions. And, yeah. and preteens are an emotional wreck, all of them. There'd be poltergeists all over the place if that's all it took. So we yeah. know, we know it t there's more ingredients. Some of the other assumed ingredients is uh, water. Um, flow of water, uh, Lindley Street, subject of my first book. Um, um, that actually puzzled some paranormal <laughs> investigators because you know they thought there was no water. There actually was an underground spring. But oh, you know, okay. So you're talking again, about like a natural source yeah, of water. Yeah, yeah. Flow of water. Through. Yeah. Native Americans used to know how to find the spots, um, uh, basically the flap areas, uh, paranormal flap areas. Does that, it have anything to do with like uh, you know something leaching into the groundwater or something? Like, is there is like some a making the people crazy? You mean or no, like, no, no? no. Some, I just mean like some people say you know ley lines has, has stuff to do with and stuff. But Native Americans would search out areas, obviously near the water, for multiple reasons, right? This is where the fish are and stuff. Fish, but okay. but also because that's the place where they quote unquote can talk to their ancestors mm. now it doesn't mean they were taught really talking to their ancestors but all of these things work like whether it's witchcraft whether it's native american prayers whether it's catholic prayers you know whatever they all work the same because yeah. uh you're just as long as you're reaching out to talk to somebody and you're in that kind of era you will get something back of course you got to be very careful you don't know who the hell you're talking to half sure. the time it's not grandma it's actually somebody else or you know um yeah, but uh, but yeah, like I said, so with a poltergeist, um, there normally is uh, dis dysfunction uh, in the family, especially with the child. Doesn't always have to be a child, but uh, normally, they tend to last about three months, not much more. They're a not, poltergeist? Yeah, they're oh, not. So they they're a, they're like not shovel, real, yeah, they're not really long lived because yeah. in order for that to go on, that same frequency has to be. Um, has to be there so in other words the way to get rid of it is the girl is sending out this this of course the theory is, yeah. is uh, what, what appears to be happening is is the girl and everybody else or whatever they're sending out frequency we know there's frequency of fear 89.8 that you know gets boosted out at the at the uh, you know haunted houses and stuff so we know that frequency affects us um, so the, the theory is sending out a particular frequency attracts these things. We don't know if it's voluntary, involuntary. You know, we don't really know. I mean, a lot of people assign motives to it, saying they're evil and stuff. I don't believe they're evil. Uh, I believe something could feel negative and really not be evil. And we don't even know if they want to be in our world. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we're, right. so, so we're, we're assuming that they're evil and they're doing all this crazy stuff. And they might be, where the heck am I? You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, we don't right. really know. We make a lot of assumptions. And, of course, they're all from our point of view. You know, they're all from, you know, like possession. We say somebody has taken over the body. We never say hey, that poor entity is stuck in there and wants to get the hell out, too, just as much. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, we never, the person doesn't so, want that entity in there. So, yeah, maybe the entity doesn't want to be there, too. We don't know. Right, you know, right. You know. again, I'm not saying that's 
what really happens, what I'm saying is we tend to always think of things from our point of view and we assign motives to things, even aliens, like we talk about alien life and we assign motives to them that always are the same as our own culture. Yeah. You know? Uh, and and we better hope that they don't view us as insects because that means they're not evil, but they still could kill us all. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. So you know we don't we don't really think like that. So you know, but do you think that there some you you think that aliens and uh, ghosts are somehow related? Yes, I, I, yes, exactly. I think you think I, they're, I, they're kind of, but they're but aliens are physically can physically be on our world. Yes, and I and, think and ghosts are not physically they're. They're not not as much physically, but um, I think Dan's afraid. No, no, no. I'm not saying <laughs> no, no. Why I, is he I, shaking? No, <laughs> no, no. Dan's no. no. Dan's bringing up a good point. It it um, it's it's kind of it, in our mind, not in our mind. No, but no. More. But there, there are cases where 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 ghosts can actually be uh, very 3D, very real, very yes. And and that's a big question. But it's not as much as aliens. You know, like go, ghosts can be. You, you know, you see a light, right? And you see a weird. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. Go ahead. No, no, <laughs> no. But no, but I, I see what yeah. you're saying. If if you look at the uh, in the 1950s and 40s with the with the UFOs, uh, you know, the question is, um, you know, maybe see, we don't know. I mean, they could be from another planet. Mm. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, it was uh, Stanton Friedman who's now retired, very 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 intelligent man. And he uh, he's the one who uncovered Roswell. He's the guy who really broke the Roswell story. Mm. Uh, and that was in 1947, where a major uh, Jesse Marcel of, of the uh, of the uh, I think it's 509th Bombardment Group. He announced to the newspaper after seeing it that they were in possession of a flying saucer, a flying disc, not of this world. I mean, he told the newspapers. I mean, this was the major, you know, this is where the H-bomb was dry. You know, these, yeah. this guy wasn't like an idiot. You know what I mean? And then the next day, yeah. oh, it was a Japanese weather balloon or something. And they had a picture of a different kind of weather balloon that wasn't even the weather balloon they said it was so supposed to be. So what do you think be, happened you know? to it? What do you, th what do well, you think? If, if well, you were to be like, okay, this is my theory on that. I, I would say that there is a good chance that, that we did uh, recover... Uh, from from everything that's been released about Roswell and some of the witnesses, I would say, you know, you can argue are questionable or whatever. But um, from the one thing we do know about Roswell is uh, Major Marcel found this metal that couldn't couldn't bend, couldn't burn it, couldn't, you know, there's the weird symbols. There was all this stuff. A farmer reported it. This guy had weather balloons fall on his property all the time. So we know it wasn't a weather balloon. We know the government, it was, and they took the remains or whatever it was, and they flew it by special jet <laughs> to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, which why would you send a weather balloon to, uh, why would Air you Force gather Base, up yeah. And, and, yeah. and do a special plane to send a freaking remains special of a weather balloon? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Seems kind of weird. Right. But, yeah. but, uh, but, you know, now declassified, um, the Air Force reports uh, from uh, the late 40s and 50s clearly show that we admit we have no freaking idea what was in our skies. They had no idea. Matter of fact, publicly they said Kenneth Arnold, the guy who coined the term flying saucer, they said he was crazy. 
But in the documents, uh, they say something completely different. And I have it, too. Right. I'll, I'll give it to you later. I'm going yeah. to oh. give it to you. I'm going to oh. give you a government document. The Air, oh, one okay. of the best Air so, Force. Oh, I, yeah, I want to see this. Yeah, one of the best <laughs> Air Force reports on UFOs. It's where they admit we don't know what the hell it is. And here's a picture of all the Russian planes. And nothing we have goes that fast. And, you know, it's just really, it's just them and many. Right. We don't know what the hell it is. So and, I've, so I've always had a question about these, uh, the UFO crashes and things like that. Because yeah. it's, it didn't just happen you know, allegedly didn't just happen in Roswell and in this place. And that yeah, place. There's, there's, a, there's a number of them. Yeah. West Virginia. All over the world, really. I mean, a lot in West Virginia. Siberia, Russia, China, everywhere is There's a few something. that are, yeah, that are more prominent, but you're right. right. Yeah. yeah. So my question is, if it's happened so many places, and this is the skeptic in me that comes up, but if it's happened in so many places, let's just say that the governments, all of the governments for some weird reason are all like getting together and... uh What's the reason that they're hiding this from everyone? Like, what, what's, what's, a, what is there to gain from us not knowing? That, yeah, keeping it a secret. Yeah, or like, yeah. Here, here's the thing: if something like, crashed in really my backyard, which, right? I don't have a backyard, yeah. but whatever. If I had a backyard, let's just say, assume that, and they crashed there, I'd be the first person to tell everyone. I'd knock on every door, call everyone. Hey, man, you got to see this. This is fucking. I got proof here that some something else exists. In fact, it might make people a little more uh, empathetic or. Well, yeah, and that's and, and that's that's the so so why hide it? Well, you know, and there's been numerous theories. I have my own. One yeah. of the now, of course, why they hit it in the '40s? Pretty, I mean, it was a Cold War. So, um, to me, that's a no-brainer. Why would you tell everybody if you did have it? It was cold, yeah. Because if you can figure, yeah, <laughs> but if you can figure it out, you can weaponize it, and you know. And, mm. and, you know, right right when the Cold War is going on. So, I see, yeah, yeah, I, see, I can yeah. see that. So, yeah, yeah, so I don't see, you know, if you don't want to share, then, you know, you don't want to go telling people that, hey, we got aliens. You know, and then yeah. every, every scientist is going to want to go. First, you're going to want to figure out the, the engineering so you can weaponize the thing and, and mm. get an edge over everybody. So if you admit that you have the remains of an aircraft uh, or a spacecraft, uh, you know, all the governments, all the scientists, everybody wants a view. If you want to control it and weaponize it, you're you're not going to tell people you got it. And the other the the other thing, and this is the common theory, and this happened in and most people don't realize this, but in 1952 there was a um, it was actually the world's only it was a, a United States press conference on the UFO uh, situation. Right. So I mean, you know, the pressure was so bad the government had to actually do a press conference right, yeah, about the UFOs. Something. Yeah. I mean mm, sure. I mean the, the jets chased them over the White House. People say, Well, if there's really aliens, how come they don't land on the White House? Well, you know what? They flew around the White House and we couldn't do crap. We kept going after them. The jets would come back and they're like they're still there. What are you doing? They're like, we can't, you know, they disappear. They come back. They're like, go back and get them, you know, yeah, and they but, and they couldn't. They couldn't get them, you know. But so, but, so here's but a, so. Oh, I'm sorry. Just no, to finish yeah, the point, ahead, ahead. Uh, the, the other reason would be um, one of the big scares uh, in the press conference and with the public in, at the at the UFO wave of the 40s, you know, was um, the government realized that in numerous times they had chased these things fired at them, all sorts of stuff, and um, and they can't control them at all. So if you tell people, hey, look, there's stuff in our sky we don't know about and we cannot protect you, um, that was kind of, that was a worry. I don't know how big in reality of a worry that would be to American people. Uh, right, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that would be a reason they would say, okay, well, we want the technology to ourselves, and what are we going to do, tell people these things are real and we don't know how to stop them? Yeah, it seems kind you know, of you know weird I mean? that your government would tell you that. Then they, and, you'd have no faith in your and government. And I'm thinking, yeah. too, yeah. is that if the government 
had some, like you were saying, like a government had a, a secret, and why would they tell anybody about the, like, you know, like any kind of UFOs? Because then they, you know, it right. gets word gets around, and then right. I mean, know, I mean, other yeah. governments. Any Bob Lazar came public. He he said we yeah. were working on the propulsion. He drew it all out, and you know they tried to say he was never where he said he was, but the documents they came out. He, gonna, he was everywhere he said he was, and they tried to the government tried to say he wasn't, but he was. You know, I, so. I'm going to give you a word, Bill. Let me know what you think about it. Omwamwa, yeah. or whatever the fuck that. How do you say that? What? Omwamwa. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Is that? You heard me. Uh, it's this. It's this. Are you celest- an alien? Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, uh, it's a celestial object that came from beyond our solar system that came through by Earth. Yeah. You know, and and actually sped up when it got towards the Yo, sun. I missed that. Yeah. 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 Uh, was it was 2017. But. Oh. There's actually really? two. Yeah, there's two Harvard. Yeah, so you should interview him. Yeah, there's a uh, no, no. There, but there's two Harvard <laughs> professors <laughs> that uh, at Harvard. This is a college, you know. Yeah, they could be dumb. Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> How come I never heard of this either? <laughs> yeah. Harvard, Dan. It's a fucking college in Boston. If Dan didn't hear, no, about I'm talking about the wrong Wamwa or oh, whatever. Oh, uh, I went to Harvard. Oh yeah. Oh, you went to Harvard? Oh, okay, well then. Well, yeah. But they uh, just for a seminar. Oh, I see. <laughs> I was within 15 feet of it, but of course, I'm not allowed to be within that still, distance of a school. But, but I did get the certificate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's all that I matters. think everybody passed. But, but they, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking everybody got it. No, yeah. but, but in, I'm going to frame that sucker anyway. You should. Nobody yeah, knows should. now. Nobody knows. Nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody was, they don't remember the course now. Right. I'm sorry. But in this, but in, in reality, this, this is a true story. Just recently, these two Harvard professors said that this object, it was a cigar-shaped object that flew by Earth and went through our solar system, was from beyond. Like Cuban cigar or like not, not the ends weren't chopped off yet. Kind of like a guinea stinker kind of a cigar. They're usually the ends not chopped off. Mm. Yeah. Or what what about Traditionally. Was it like a Monica Lewinsky? A stogie cigar. Yeah. Yeah, They're kind of blimpy. Yeah. It was almost like a, so it was a Lewinsky style. Yeah, somebody who does not a roll good. And yeah. put a, it's a little fat in the middle, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but they they say that it was a a possible probe from an from an alien civilization. That's a true story. And it it's, went it's, where? It went by the Earth and then toward the Sun, but they lost track of it, or what? No, I mean they, it's 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 yeah, it's gone past the Sun at this point. It went by it, however many like a thousand something miles an hour right, or something right. like that, twelve hundred miles an hour, and they said that it's was possibly even uh, propelled by a solar sail or a light sail of some kind. There's really? Uh, I don't yeah, know. I, I, light I, I mean, there's, really? there's the, the well, the, it's, I believe it's still out, but um, it hasn't been, um, it, it appears to be real, and that's the MJ-12 documents that are, are the documents that followed. And showed that uh, Michael Jackson fucked a 12-year-old? Uh, oh yeah, FJ twelve. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. All right. These documents MJ were quite. They're not quite as I guess revolutionary oh. as that. Yeah. <laughs> but the, yeah, it was about the team put together under uh, Hoover. Hoover. Let me tell you, he knew. Oh. He knew everything about UFOs. So oh, he was right in the heyday, you know. But uh, and Truman, and so Truman signed off on this stuff, and it was a. It was called the Majestic Twelve. It was a group of twelve people, scientists, you know, all you know. And they were supposed to be the group that dealt with this situation, and it talked about recovering the alien bodies and the whole bit. The question is, is it real? These came in as microfilm uh, from an anonymous source, and they've been, of course, uh, um, you know, looked at. And uh, you know, they appear to be real. I can tell you one thing: there is a there is a MJ-12 
definitely yeah. is an MJ-12 because I got the document directly from the government. Not the document that talks about the bodies, but the document that talks about a meeting with, with the MJ-12 and lists them. And so they had a group called MJ-12 that has no other documents on it except for the one letter <laughs> about right. a meeting scheduled. With, and President Truman was there, too. You and, got it and, from the know. government, like a FOIA thing, or oh yeah, FOIA, oh, yeah. yeah. You get it from the yeah, you get it from the government. And usually, uh, I just didn't know if you had a government contact that handed it. No, to you. no, no. By the way, Dan, just so you know, FOIA is go ahead, tell them that. Yeah, free, for your eyes freedom, only. Uh, yeah, freedom of information. Freedom of information. information. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the UFOs. You got you to pick up on this stuff, Dan. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of the UFO stuff's been declassified, and some of the stuff that was declassified, um, probably. You know, maybe maybe they shouldn't or have or whatever. You know, they're the government, yeah. so you know you get lucky. So some of the best documents were obtained not just by me but by other researchers mm -hmm. were obtained by repeatedly asking for the document, and then eventually, you know, somebody doesn't know and they send it to you. Right. Or or physically, uh, you know, Roswell was broke by uh, physical trips to the Library of Congress right. and getting the paper stuff that hasn't been. Right, kind of taken away from you, or you know. So, I, so I have this weird. Luckily, they're disorganized, you know, right. governments. So. Right. so I have this thing. It's not a theory. It's just sort of like I, it always was a question in my head when I think about like UFOs and things, and aliens. So, like nobody ever sees. In I mean, with the exception of like, oh, there was a UFO crash or something like that. Right. But like everybody sees these really quick blips in the sky of like, oh, it must have been a UFO, and that's all you see. You know, we're we're in 2018. We have like really good video and shit, but like everything is so fucking grainy and horrible. Now I look at it from like if I was an alien, right? What good would it do flying really fast over something and I can't fucking tell what's going on down there? Not only that, wouldn't not, I want to stop? But hang on, not only that, but if it's an alien civilization, they're not from Mars or not from v they're from quite far away. Yeah, it'd be like you driving from here to California. Like driving past the exit, you want to go see something at, yeah. taking a quick glimpse of it at 150 miles an hour, and then turning around and driving right the yeah, fuck back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if you think so about it, it doesn't make sense to me that they would do this. But they never seem to land, and no one ever sees it. And they're well, I, you I can't mean, say, oh, they're not going to land. So, there. They land in Siberia, no, but, where no, there's but nothing pe there. People uh, see them uh, quite a bit. I mean, what they're uh, walking around so like what? You gotta, yeah, you no, gotta well, think about you know, the 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 abduction. I mean. Uh, which, you know, some of that, uh, you know, of course, for years I was on the fence about being a skeptic and everything, thinking that, you know, it's just, you know, somebody in their mind, you know, they yeah, might same. be fooling themselves or something. But yeah. uh, but no, I mean, uh, you know, there are people who actually, you know, you could tell they the physical remains they have that, you know, I mean, I know Travis Walton. I'll tell you, he's not he's not a BSer. He's got old it, Walmart. No, that's uh, that's uh, Jim Walton I, or something. Oh, oh did I gave his name? No, that's I don't uh, think I gave his name. You talking about the fire in the sky guy? Fire in the sky okay. guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dan, okay. what were you going to say? Did I give his name right? No, know. that's all right. I was. Yeah. It passed. That's Travis. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. Travis. No, I mean, no, I was going to say about. I know him. In about fact, objects that fly through the air. Oh well, yeah, well. Here's what I here's what I say about about UFOs. First of all, uh, we're in an age where you can't just look in the sky and say there's a UFO. We can't. You know, we're too stupid. We don't. If you're not an astronomer and you don't know about government projects, you're at a disadvantage right there. I mean, there's some great UFO film um, that came up, and you can tell it wasn't faked, and it was like amazing. And when I saw it, the first thing I thought was, I said, "Oh my God, that is not fake. It must be government." You know, it was, you know, because UFOs normally didn't, don't do that. You know, that's the yeah. one thing about the paranormal. It's pretty consistent the way it operates. You yeah, know, poltergeists yeah. are pretty 
consistent. They may do some different things, but you know, I mean, they're the indicators. You can tell what you're dealing with by they kind of do weird. Yeah, like, yeah. You could tell. You know, like governor it, government stuff is like consistently. It's a it's a consistently flying object. Yeah, exactly. Whereas yeah, the UFO is like there. just random. Yeah, sometimes they stay still for a little bit, but with you know with. They'll to, hover. They'll do all sorts of weird tricks. To, to me, everything. to me, it's more than seeing it. It's it's if you see the craft, and something happens to you, and you see it up close, and it's moving. You know, there's those are better. But if you just see something, you don't know what it is. Uh, chances are you don't know what you're doing. I mean, th they had a, a government. Um, this was a, tr a true story. It's one of the few times the government talked about it because it created kind of a mess. It was a experimental submarine, and it was in a lake near uh, Disney. And um, people were reporting this creature in the lake, you know, this you know, like Nessie, you know. Yeah. And uh, and also this creature, on top of it, would come out and then take off into the sky. And they described it as like this horrifying monster, you know. And it ended up being uh, an experimental sub that had a um, it had a launching thing off of it that looked quite scary you know i mean because it was it was all metal and stuff but when it came out and stuff and took off to fly you know from a distance it did look kind of like a monster you know right yeah and uh so of course the government couldn't comment on it because it was you know it was, it was yeah it was classified but a few months later they did uh they did end up uh you know saying hey yeah it was an experimental thing you know so because of that because of stuff the government is developing now we may not see for another 30 years um uh you know ufos you can't go by the i see something in the sky when when i talk about ufo investigation we're talking about uh somebody who has missing time somebody who's uh, who's having paranormal experiences uh or something that's a much more sinister and uh verifiable right you know encounter mm -hmm. a sighting you know yeah. Well, when you yeah. said when you said something before about like debunking or whatever, like what makes you debunk something? So, like for instance, if somebody called you up and they said, um, "Hey, I you know I I have a poltergeist or a ghost or any other thing," right, right, like what is it that you like? Is it just not seeing it? Is it just like completely having no existence of it in your view that makes you debunk it, or the things where you're like, "Oh, this could be." somebody fucking around or like like what makes you believe right. something that you that that somebody tells you i mean do you all do you always have to see it in order to believe it um it, i would say um i you know not really to believe it because the stories are very similar um and you could uh, what i do find with uh, couldn't that be because they hear it somewhere well no, not when you get into the details. Okay. Yeah, when you get into the de details, even if you read all the literature on it, you're still, you you could tell. Uh, yeah. Because I'll tell you, anybody who's trying to fake something, although you don't really come into it with haunted houses, I'll, I'll tell you, you don't, I've never come into somebody faking it. I, it happens, it's very rare. Usually it's misinterpretation or mental illness. Yeah. yeah, you know, if if it's not paranormal, that's what it usually. No, is. he's right. I had a mentally ill girlfriend who used to fake it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> just about every right. single time. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, like there I was. Thought a, I thought every girl did that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. possible. Yeah, we heard they all did that with you. I don't know. That might be. <laughs> no, it might be just a you thing. I don't know. I fucking knew it. It's my last appearance. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, but uh, no, but but you're you're right. Like there's a there was a case where um, 
uh, a mother was supposedly being scratched by whatever was there. And um, but even in the story, you know, you can kind of people aren't good at lying, so uh, you can kind of pick it up. But the daughter was a witness, so I kind of you, know, you suspend disbelief because the daughter said she saw it happen. And yeah, stuff, she you know. she may just want to appease her mother. So yeah. so you try to get once you get the details from the daughter, you realize she never actually saw it from the beginning. Yeah. So now we're under. Now my first thing is we have to we can't go to paranormal. We have to first say is she scratching herself, and she was. So uh, that would be an example. But that's not that wasn't a clear cut like faking it. That was more uh, usually it's either uh, mental illness, but more often it's uh, misinterpretation. Right. Um, I mean we had we had a case where it was uh, high electromagnetic electromagnetic frequencies which is also what the paranormal runs on it's kind of the paranormal highway if you will. Mm. That we know. And actually it's funny because it all sounds crazy tinfoil. It's hat. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like tinfoil hat stuff, but you know it was Nikola Tesla which I got his quote in there and he said if you want to find out the secret to the universe the answer lies in frequency vibration and I uh, forget the other one, but anyhow, yeah, so but pores. you know, so, so, so in other words, <laughs> you know, what I'm talking about sounds like I'm crazy, but if you listen to even Nikola Tesla, when he said, Hey, frequency, that's the secret to the, oh, right. and, and now they're talking with quantum physics and every, it's all coming, it's all coming together. Now yeah, we, we still, right. we still could be hundreds of years from it, but my point is, um, you know, that's, you know, I, I believe, I mean, with electronics, it's pretty uh, obvious that that is uh, one of the big ingredients. Hey everyone, it's Joe. We decided that this one was uh, too long to put into one episode, so we split it up into two. You reached the end of the first one, and if you're interested in our conversation, go ahead and click on the next one to continue on. Other than that, see ya.